Excuse me. Excuse me. What in the world are you thinking? Me, Gene, the first thing you need to do is to tell these people to shut up if you want to hear what I got to say. What up, y'all? It's KMB, the sexy ninja, in the place to be for a paper saber universe. We're talking about All In London 2023. All In. Oh, my gosh. The first All In was... Uh, it was in September 1st, 2018, Chicago. Fast forward to now, we're in Wembley Stadium, London, England, and there's 81,035 fans in attendance. Holy shit. They also just announced All In London again, August 25th, 2024. What a show and what shitty picks I had. <laughs> I got three out of, uh, out of uh, a set of nine. I got three right set uh, six wrong uh but a lot a lot's going on uh before we go into we i already heard punk has got into a jack perry backstage or jack perry got it with punk uh, tk was like yeah, i'm not gonna comment on that but uh, an incident did happen you know i was like oh come on this is about what this is man this was magical tonight like or this mo morning for me magical for them at night because i've been up since since uh, 6 a.m., watch Collision just so I can watch all in. And I am balls tired with all that was going on with this show. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I saw it. Uh, I was funny as um, I was listening to Tell Him Steve Dave podcast the other day. It's a great show. You should check it out. Great podcast. Really fucking funny. Um, shout out to Q, uh, uh, Brian, and uh, Walt. Uh, like, I saw a TESD sign in the crowd. I was like, fuck yeah. Um, I was like, yeah, ants, go. Go, ants. But we have the zero-hour show uh, real quick. Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship Online. It's Aussie Open versus MJF and Adam Cole, you know. And I, this is where I predicted the turn would happen. This is where I predicted that uh, Aussie Open will retain the Ring of Honor Championships. That wasn't the case. We got a kangaroo kick. We got a double clothesline. And we got a one, two, three new Ring of Honor champions, you know, Adam Cole and MJF. And I'm like, wow, how's the main event going to play out now? You know, that, that's, that was huge. I was like, oh. And I put my hands on my head like, oh, okay. All right. All right, TK. You know, he's like, you smart marks. You're going to be very wrong about tonight. Um, then the next up on the match was a uh, hook versus Jack Perry for the FTW championship, new FTW champion hook. They beat each other up. But this is where hook said something to the camera. It was like taking a jab at punk. And that's, this is where this, before the incident started and stuff like that. But speaking of punk, we start the show off with the uh, quotes, real world championship, CM Punk versus Samoa Joe. Everything I imagined it would be. These two going at it left and right. Joe got some great spots, made Punk bleed. Oh, this was such a good match. CM Punk for the win. Even my wife, who's a big Punk fan, she's like, boo, I want Samoa Joe to win. I was like, yeah, I, but I was like, I got, this is the one I got right because I was like, CM Punk's going to win this one. I don't know if the Jack Perry thing in him is like a work or anything like that or if Jack Perry is just and Punk just have beef with each other. So we shall see. What goes on with that? But I wanted I I picked Punk to win, but I kind of deep down wanted Joe to win. But Joe had some great spots, man. You know, second match of the night, the Golden Elite, 
uh, got wrong. <laughs> Versus Bullet Club Gold, uh, Dakeshta, and fun match. Great. This all the whole night was fucking awesome. But I was wrong here. Uh, Takesha got the pin, got the win for the team, and they beat the Golden Elite. And it was like, oh, oh, you know that. I'm, I'm telling you, that's good booking when you can get me. I was like, oh, all right. The, the story will continue here. I like that. Um, third match of the night, FTR versus Young Bucks. Wrong. And the fact, you know, I was, I, I picked the Young Bucks because of a more of a backstage type of politics booking. Because if Cash Wheeler has this problem going on with him pulling a gun on somebody, turning himself in, getting a felony charge, blah, blah, blah. You know, I was like, okay, well, if I was booking, I would take the championships off him. But no, that's not the case. Uh, FTR for the win, but uh, Wheeler, <laughs> Wheeler's got a gun chant was was happening, and I started laughing so much. My wife's like, "What does that mean?" I was like, "Oh, he." And I told her this story. She's like, "Oh, well, I want the Young Bucks to win." I was like, "Well, that's what I thought," but no, nope, no nope, FTR for the win. I still don't know how I feel about FTR winning. I was rooting for the Bucks to get it, but FTR showing that they are truly the best tag team in the world. Next up. The stadium stampede match, everything. I thought it was going to be blood everywhere, skewers, glass, orange punch with glass on his fist. You know, uh, these guys and Sue and cookies and the van. It was just all chaos. You know, a few um, few missed spots here and there, but they all got it back together. And I, I was wrong. No, I was right on this one. I was right. I was, I was just taking the L's here. I was right on this one. Eddie Kingston, Penta, and the best friends, you know, all all got the win. This was a this was too much for my wife though. She's like too much blood. We already she was already like, when's Moxley gonna bleed? She says every time she sees Moxley on Dynamite Rampage, she's like he's always bleeding in some form. But this was I really enjoyed this match, just because I I like hardcore and the skewers in the head. That was too much for her. we were eating um, lunch. And I was just like, I, I was like, I think it should turn away. So Penta started getting the skewers on top of his head. And uh, she's like, what do you mean? And then when he let the skewers go and they're all just stuck in his head, she's like, oh, my God. She walked away. She's like, okay, tell me when this is over. I said, okay. But then she came back and watched a little bit. But I told her, I was like, hey, I told you to look away. <laughs> I already knew what was coming. But uh, awesome match, man. They, they half, half of the group fought elsewhere. We had a lot in the ring and stuff like that. But um, a great moment between Eddie and Moxley in the in the corner, uh, with a Mo Eddie flipping off Moxley, you know, and uh, Eddie Kingston's uh, hatred for Claudio it continues, and I don't think we're done yet, especially with Eddie and um, Claudio. I think he's gonna go after him, that Ring of Honor championship at some certain point. Now, the match the next matchup was AEW Women's World Championship match. Awesome. Wrong though. Wrong is balls. Soraya. I had a feeling in the back of my mind, I was like, I feel like since we're here in London, in the UK, I think Soraya is going to win that championship. Good for her. This match was awesome. There was what I, my favorite part of the, my favorite thing about this match was the storytelling between Tony and Soraya. Tony hitting um, Soraya's mom by accident, then accidentally pinning her. Uh, Soraya by accident, you know, and it was like my favorite part is like Soraya looks at her like, what's your problem? You know? But Soraya got the win. Good for her. Um, and this, and I, I said Mercedes Monet was going to come out, but in the zero hour, 
they they showed that Mercedes Monet is in the crowd. So I was like, oh, a sign of things to come. But shout out to Soraya. Her full family was there. Uh, they came out with her. They got to sit in the front row and they got to come in the ring and stuff like that. So much love to Soraya. I know I was call her sriracha and all this and that but this is a big moment for her you know and i, and I gotta give it up i gotta give uh give her her flowers she's suffered an injury to where she wasn't gonna wrestle ever again and now she's here she's the champion she's the aew women's world champion and i think the outcasts are over because ruby tried to come out tony hit ruby you know because it's all about the championship at this point so this this was really cool but soraya for the win and wrong again uh coffin match darby sting versus swerve and christian cage oh man at this point i'm like i'm i i, I had to stop for a moment and be like yeah, i need a monster so i got a monster i was like all right let's watch this man because i'm I, i'm at the point of like it's it's taking all my energy at this point this this show was just pulling it out of me man and in a good way um and this one i got right darby sting for the win they put swerve in the coffin uh, Nick Wayne came out, Luchasaurus picked his ass up and took him out, you know, uh, but the crazy part is when he uh, got Nick Wayne and he uh, uh, chokeslammed him on that skateboard, I was like, oh, oh, oh my, oh my, but Darby Allen Sting for the win in this big coffin match, uh, next up we have Chris Jericho versus Will Ospreay, another one I got right, Will Ospreay for the win. Chris Jericho devastated. He pushes Sammy away, who came out with him. He says, no, get, get the fuck away from me. Don Callis is out there. Uh, Don Cal you know, and Don Callis was on commentary for the Golden Elite versus Bullet Club Gold and uh, Takeshita. Uh, he was out here this time, not not on commentary. Um, the, the commentary team was, like, throwing me off. So it was like, it was like Nigel McGuinness, who was there the whole time. Excalibur, who was there the whole time. But they changed Taz out to JR, JR to Taz. I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. Who's on commentary? But at towards the end, it was more Nigel, Taz, and Excalibur. And I was like, okay, JR's just, they, they pull him at weird times. I, I like what they do in Collision. I like the fact that he's part of the main event. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> but no, Willow Spray, the Billy Goat got the win. Much love, much respect, you know. And he that crowd was, that crowd was popping. That crowd was popping. Now, next up, eight. Uh, match. Uh, I would, no, wait, hold on, hold on. So I got three right out of eight matches. Cause I didn't know this match was announced, uh, later on, uh, on, uh, Dynamite, the acclaimed and badass Billy Gunn versus the house of black. I didn't pick anyone. So I think this was a default, right? Let's check with the judges, right? But what a match indeed. And, in and some, in this show, they, Renee read, uh, a quote from Bray Wyatt about the love of pro wrestling and what it is and everything like that. I, I was really nice. House of Black come out. They have a lantern. They And then during the show, when the lights go out, they refer to the Firefly. So Bray's spirit is living on. And during FTR versus the Young Bucks, the FTR is rocking um, uh, the, the armbands, you know. And it was it's just beautiful for everyone that has fallen this year. And I was just like, oh, you know, and Brody, Brody. And Bray, and on the other side was Jay, and that was awesome. And this this was a really nice tribute of the House of Black coming out with that lantern and letting it sit right there, and them saying the fireflies are alive tonight. And my wife, every time they kept saying that, she kept crying, and I, I teared up a bit. And I, I will say, 
This match was fucking bonkers. It was awesome. Great spots. Great storytelling. The acclaimed and baddest Billy Gunner are new trios champions. And the House of Black handed those champions over because they're like, you are worthy and you defeated us and there's no holds barred because that's what they picked because that was the rules of the house. You know, you're, the challengers picked the stipulation. And I will say with the Willow Spray, Chris Jericho, when Chris Jericho came out, um, he, he sang Judas with his band and everything, Fozzie. Uh, I, I got emotional because this was a really special moment. Like really like all the, all these moments in the show were really special. And the fact that we, they, they, they got 81,035 fans here for AEW, a non WWE show. And the fact that they're coming back next year, maybe they can break that attendance even more, you know, and, and nothing but love and respect. Uh, and at this point I'm like, all right, how many matches we got left? You know, um, and last up was uh, the AEW World Championship, MJF versus Adam Cole. Oof, great storytelling in this one. This one was not your typical like boom, boom, boom match. This was this was more or less playing with the the brochachos, the the best friends. MJF not wanting to hurt Adam Cole, but Adam Cole willing to hurt MJF. And then the, they got a double clothesline chant, oh, well, double clothesline, and they ended in a draw. And I was like, wait, what the fuck? And I was still wrong because MJF for the win, but uh, Roderick Strong came out. He tried to help. He kicked MJF in the balls. He threw the championship to Adam Cole and told him, hit him, hit him, hit him. And then at the end, uh, uh, this is this was really cool. When the draw happened, Adam Cole was like, no, this isn't ending this way. Fuck that, you know. And he goes, MJF, five more minutes. And everyone's like, yeah. And I love what MJF did. He goes, No. We're going to need more than five minutes because there's going to be a fucking winner here in Wembley Stadium. And so then uh, two ref bumps, uh, so many close calls, but MJF is still the champion. Adam Cole goes in the corner. He starts crying, and MJF is trying to cheer him up. He's like, yeah, but I really like when he's like, hey, you know, if you're after that, and you're, I mean, if this friendship is over, you're a piece of shit. Like, he throws the championship at him. He's like, fucking take it. And he puts his hands up. He's like, go ahead, hit me. And Roger Strong comes back there. He's like, hit him, hit him, hit him. And they, he drops it. We get a hug. They hug it out and everything. I was like, yes, the bro chachos live. And my wife's like, are you really into this bromance? I was like, it's it's the bro chachos, man. Double clothesline better than you, baby. They live. I'm really glad we didn't end it in a draw. <laughs> that would have just been bad all around for everybody. But man, <sighs> all in, came and went. Now I'm spent. I am sweaty. I am stinky. Uh, just because I've been sitting here since 6 a.m. watching professional wrestling, watching all elite wrestling. And now I'm ready to take a nap. <laughs> I give the show a solid 10 out of 5. Oh, I, I had such a good time. Um, shout out to everybody on the show, Tony Khan, you know, and then all the love for Bray Wyatt and stuff like that is just beautiful. Check out the show if you can. I got it on Bleacher Report. Next week's All Out and Payback. More wrestling. Nothing wrong with that. So uh, I think it's going to be another long Sunday again, but that's okay. I, I love doing this podcast. I love talking about professional wrestling. I love watching professional wrestling. So... Go order the all-in Blu-ray. I'm going to do that when I get paid this week. I, I want that, and I want this one in a physical copy as well because it's very special. There's a lot of matches I want to rewatch on here and stuff like that. So, all right, y'all. That's it. That's all. All-in. We're coming back next year, August 25th, 2024. Next week's all out. 
and payback. Let's get it going. Like and subscribe. Share it to grab a share it to grab a share with the bum down at Walmart. I am KMB, the sexy ninja. And as always, go to prowrestlingtees.com slash new world podcast. Get yourself that sweet NWP logo created by Penta X. Now, remember, the new world podcast is for life, brother. Oh, the... The skewers from Moxley. The skewers!